It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Radio presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. Comfy chairs, big TVs, watching a little Colorado USC action, watching Jalen Hurts' former college coach on the USC sidelines. Yes, that? yes, that's right. Obviously, uh, go USC, I guess, because of that. Sure. I, I like the Colorado story. <laughs> it's a shame to watch it first, though. Yeah, it's, it's not going well, but. No. Uh, you can have a wonderful time here at Parks, hanging out, watching games, betting on them. It is an awesome, awesome time. Also an awesome time, Elliot. Being I'm back. Th- being 3-0, and and you're returning from and Scotland yeah. and, and Iceland and just uh, world gall- traveler yeah. around the world. How yes. you doing, pal? Doing good, doing good. Excited to be back. Uh, we drove in together. Obviously, I said I'm super pumped to talk to all the callers today. Uh, you know, being away was awesome. Shout out to Katie and Harry for a beautiful wedding in Scotland. Um, maybe we'll talk about, you know, the, my takes from being away for a week throughout the show. But, man, I miss talking to the callers. I miss being a part of the Daily Eagles roller coaster of what's going on. But I got to be honest, when I was away, there was one thought that, like, kept coming into my mind each day when I would think about the Eagles. And it was... Are we almost like spoiled by by the winning at this point? <laughs> like, and, I, and I'm gonna put myself f- like first and foremost with this. I, I, you know, I think about the pods and the shows we did before I went to Scotland, and it was, yeah, they're one and zero, but they didn't play that well. Like, yeah, they're two and zero, but you know, the passing offense this isn't great. You this was me, right? Not exactly. Me yeah. Saying this, well, just no, okay, I would say a portion <laughs> of the fan base. No, I don't. But I as I was as I was watching uh, them play in Scotland, it was mon- Monday night at one o'clock. I think uh, is when the game kicked off. And they're just dominating, and I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, this team just always wins. They always win. I mean, it's it's literally like if we lived in Alabama and we were covering an Alabama the Alabama team, or if you know, it was like some great college football program where it's no longer about the final score, but this win against Tampa, and obviously I haven't been on since then. And we'll talk about Washington, but the Tampa win to me was such a good poster child for like the kind of golden era of Eagles football we're watching right now. They just go in there, casually dominated a team, never was that close. Wasn't, like, super exciting. There were a few nice plays. The passing game looked better. Obviously, the defensive line, Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, continue to impress. But it was just a surgical professional win. Like, it's how I imagine watching Alabama go play some team that, you know, isn't ranked. Like, they go in there, they take care of business, and it's just over by the fourth quarter. 
Um, Jalen is now, I believe, 19 and 1 in his last 20, 20 starts. 20 and 1. 20, 20 and 1 in his yeah. last 21 starts. Um, you look at the quarterbacks that have pulled that off over that stretch, and it's it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Peyton Manning, it's Joe it's Montana, Joe Montana, yes. it's guys like that. And you know, not to bring up uh, a painful loss for people, but had the Eagles won that Super Bowl, and they were very close, obviously. I mean, we're talking about Sirianni and Hurts in this le- in this stretch they're on as one of the most dominant stretches we've seen from a head coach quarterback duo in the NFL. Like, let alone with the Eagles. Like, all they do is win each week. They just they, they show up, whether it's, you know, they're dealing with this injury or, or there's this, you know, part of the team that they're facing that might be an issue for them. They find a way, whether it's passing the ball, running the ball, whether it's defense. And it's just it's incredibly impressive to me uh, as I was laying up late night in Scotland watching this, just thinking we're lucky to be, to be watching this team during this stretch. Like, they're, they're not playing great. Like, and I, I'm always – and everyone will always, of course – you know, talk about when they're struggling here or there, and we'll talk about those things. But I think being away really made me take a step back and think, like, remember when in 2018, 2019, obviously 2020, they would win a game, lose a game, win two, lose two. I don't think they won more than three games in a row more than once. I think maybe one time from 2018 to 2020. Well, just at the end of the season. Yeah, was with the, Foles, when, right, yeah. Right, and with Wentz, too, but it was just the end of the season in 19. I think Wentz won three or four straight yep. to get him into the playoffs in 18. They and, did that, and yeah. And it might have been two straight at the end of 18. They yep. had the one, but like four or five or whatever it was. But for the most part, that was... It was, it was win a game, was lose get. a game, yeah. win two, lose... They never got momentum going. This team is completely different. They're 3-0, and and it's like, it's not even a big deal. Like, we just assume it. So I think that, you know... With, with three games over, and we'll talk about the Washington game, my biggest takeaway from being away and just thinking about the team a lot is, man, we're lucky to watch this, to watch this team. Like, this is a stretch of winning we'll talk about in, in 10, 15 years, about how Sirianni and Hurts just came in, and it took them one year to, like, completely just figure out the NFL and win every single week. It, it, is, it is pretty miraculous what they've been able to do, especially after that first season and obviously the run from last year. And, and look, I think this season, this 3-0 and has not been easy. You know, you were right about that. I came in, I was like, oh, the schedule's super easy to start. It was maybe a little easy in terms of the teams they're playing, but the way the schedule has been laid out and the situations they found themselves in, Belichick in the rain on the road. Yeah. The first, like these the fun, first two games Thursday were tough. Night, yeah, yeah, Thursday night coming off that, and then just the weirdness of waiting till Monday night. Yet again, another game in like pouring rain yeah. in Tampa Bay. Like it's, the Eagles have yet to play a normal football game. Right. We've yet to have a normal game. And to your point, the Eagles have played nowhere close to the level of football when they play a complete game that we know that this team, certainly this offense, is capable of. And they're 3-0. and And they're like 2-0-1 against the spread. Like, but they're I, covering. They're handling business. Like, it's just, I, I, to, to your overall point, I do think, and that's why I was, after the first two games, I was kind of so frustrated with the response and with the, like, who are we blaming for the wins right. mentality. Because I was like, this team just wins, man. Right. This wins. And, and I, players always say this, and it's a cliche and all, but it's a cliche for a reason. It's not easy to win games in the NFL. The reason that Certainly we're talking about this 20-1 and one streak or whatever is because it never happens. It's happened like seven times in the history of football. Like, yeah. you're right. This is a, a what this team is, the run that they're on, they have to continue it and it has to expand out. But, but they're on a special run right now. And, and I think it was nice for, for, I think, a lot of people Monday night to finally feel like the team looked as dominant as the winning has been. Yeah, and you know, part of the the reason I was thinking about this in in this term was so each week I do you know the, the Eagles' offensive line versus uh, the other team's defensive line, or who has the who has a positional advantage at the you know quarterback, running back, wide receiver. 
And I had to like change how I present it from a content standpoint because every week the Eagles have the better quarterback, the better receivers, the better offensive line, the better defensive line, the better secondary, the better coaching. So, yeah, I mean, um, look, there are certainly areas they need to improve in. I'm not sitting here saying, because I'm including myself in this, the people that after the first two games or the first game that were sitting here and going, oh, they're not playing great. I understand that emotion, like watching them. And, you know, you it could see it. Like the passing game didn't yeah. look great. It didn't feel the and same. And, Jalen has not looked like Jalen last year Agreed. yet. We have not got – he was better in, against Tampa, but he has still not looked as efficient, as dominant as he did like, yeah. yet. Right. And, sure. But I, I just kept thinking about all the days of the 2018 season, the 2019 season. The slog. I, right. I remember I was on uh, WIP, and it was – I forget what game it was. It was a home Lions game. And I was like, you think they're going to win the game? And I said, no, because this team just doesn't string together wins. And they had won the week before. And I don't remember if they ended up winning that game specifically. I actually think they did lose that game. Was it the J.J. Ortega-Whiteside not I, I believe so. And the that. Darius Slay had yeah, a big, yeah, yeah. For, the, for the Lions in that game. But, no, um, so, yeah, I, I, feel, I feel good about where the team is at uh, coming off the Tampa win. Tomorrow with Washington, and this is the other part of it. Like, I do think Washington – probably presents some problems. Like, the, the interior of their defensive line is good. They have good edge rushers. Their receivers are good. But the bottom line is we've reached a point in Eagles football where there are only a handful of teams and a handful of units, like positional units in the entire NFL, that the Eagles' A game can't beat. The bottom line is against 95% of the competition in the NFL, if the Eagles play their B-plus A game, they'll win. They'll win the matchup. They'll win the game. They'll win the coaching matchup. So I'm excited to talk about Washington, but it just – I think it's worth everybody taking a step back and thinking about where this team is at and, and enjoying it and, and, and having fun with the fact that we get to talk about an Eagles team that each week is more than likely just going to win the game. 215-592-9494. We want to talk to as many real ones as we can setting up for game four. It is pretty crazy we're about to be four games. We're about right. to, what used to be the quarter point and it's close to the It quarter just point. doesn't feel like it's, it's been, been like, like yeah. that. Yep. And, then, and they're probably going to be sitting there 4-0. Oh. I mean, we both think they're going to throttle Washington. I think they're a way better football team. I think that to your point you just made, I think the only time, only way a Washington team beats the Eagles in this situation is if the Eagles take them lightly. Is if they play poorly. And they're not going to after what happened last year. They just had that happen. They're certainly not going to take Washington lightly. Like, maybe they play horribly and that's possible, right. I suppose. But more likely than not, after losing this game last year, if, after it ending their undefeated season, after the stat you just put out there, twenty and one in their last twenty one games, the one is this team is Washington in yeah. this stadium last year. Like I just, I think they're going to throttle this team. I really do. I think they're. Well, gonna you said go, the line was moving. What? The line keeps moving up. So it started at seven and a half. It went up to eight and a half. It's at nine and, nine a, half and a half on wow. the Bet Parks app now. It keeps going up. Sam Howell had nine sacks. He gave yeah. up nine sacks last week. He just takes sacks. This guy doesn't get rid of the ball. It's wild against this D-line. He had four interceptions last week. Like, I think this has the chance, honestly, to be like a 38-3 to type of game. Like like, like what Buffalo did to him last yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Washington, no less. So I think Washington does have some units that are impressive, like their defensive tackles. Like I said, the receivers, the edge rushers, um, the running backs are okay. So I think they have, like, some playmakers. But ultimately with Sam Howe, he turns the ball over a ton. He has six interceptions, I, I believe, in the, like his five games and he's played in the NFL. And 19 sacks in three games. Like, that's Takes nuts, a ton man. of pressure. And through the first three games, too, what I think has really stood out is, and it's not a secret, how he builds through the lines. We had this discussion a lot before the draft, and really whenever the Eagles make a big decision, we talk about how they always value the lines. But if you look at every unit of this team so far, like, the secondary's been okay. They've dealt with injuries. Jalen, look, he's 3-0. and He's been good enough, but I don't think he's been special through three games. The receivers have been a little hit or miss. 
running backs have been great. Running backs have been DeAndre, great for sure. Yeah, yeah. but and I, 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 I and like you know, I actually think the linebackers have been okay. They haven't been bad. Yeah, Zach yeah. Cunningham makes plays. We're not talking about him. No, I think that's probably Zach the Cunningham's best. Make play. He's yeah, plays. but anyway. But but I think the reason this team is three and zero. Is the is defensive the lines, line, no doubt. Yeah, both. It's the lines. Yeah, the, the lines for sure. And the D line are the biggest reason this. Team I think is the defensive line has outplayed the offensive line. I think in the my defensive opinion. line has been the best unit on the team. But again, you could say it. But then they also ran for 250 yards each of the last two weeks. Like, and you could also look at it and be like, right. well, that, that's on it's the probably yeah. the O line too. So right. it's hard to parse. But I agree. Just in terms of of watching what I saw last week against Tampa. Like the defensive line felt like the best thing in the game to me, and the offensive line was amazing too. Yeah. So it's we're splitting hairs. The point is, arguably the best D line and the best O line in football so far this season. Well, and I think where where it's really paying off too, and look, a lot's paying off for Howie right now. But when your passing game is only going okay, and your defense the first two games is giving up a lot of passing yards and, and all that, when you have the ability to each week line up and have the advantage on the interior. I mean, it's that's all like that's how you become twenty and one. Yeah. Games, yep. So Howie deserves a ton of credit for getting the team to this point. Obviously, he's drafted really, excuse me, really well as part of that. You can't just value it. You have to go out and get the players. Every team wants a good offensive line. The Eagles are the one that consistently have it. The defensive line, the drafting has really shown up over the past few weeks. So, yeah, I I feel I feel good about where this team is at. Like the Niners have played well, but you know, I, like I'm at a point with the Eagles where until I see them lose or like a prolonged stretch of struggling. They deserve the benefit of the doubt. They've earned it. So are the Niners really good? Yes, the Niners are really good. Would I pick the Niners to beat the Eagles? No, I would not pick the Niners to beat the That's Eagles. That's where I'm at, too. Like, and I don't care power rank it, whatever the hell you want to do. But like, the Eagles and the Dolphins should be the top two in there. And the Eagles should be number one in the power rankings. They're I agree with that. I think until they lose, until they, they lose. deserve number like, one in the NFC. They almost won the Super Bowl. And they, are the Chiefs 3-0? No. Right. Right? The, the, the Eagles are. The Eagles, for all the complaints and all the issues and all that stuff, the Eagles are three and zero. They're one of three teams in the NFL. There are only three teams left. Yeah. that are three and zero. The Eagles are one of them. Like enough with the complaining, right. enough with the bitching. Like this football team is awesome. And and unless you think Jalen's not going to get better, better things are coming. Well, but also, so Jalen has played. I think we're over, probably exaggerating how poorly he's played too. Yeah, like exactly. Like like, like like the turnovers have not been great, and I think and that's, been that's the biggest. In this. my opinion, that's been the biggest flaw so Agreed. far. I think his accuracy has mostly been okay. The the turnovers is what's surprising, but he's played well enough to get the team to three and zero. Like that. Like no that. You, you you like you can't just overlook that. Nope. Yeah, that's exactly right. And again, like I, I we didn't bring it up, and and we're gonna get to phones in a sec. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine. Super pumped to talk to people. The, yeah, we can't wait. Elliot, honestly, no joke. That's the thing. Elliot kept talking about the ride out yeah. here. It was like I can't wait to talk to people. I feel like I missed everybody. I've been out of it. Like all that. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, just the, the last thing from that game on Tampa that we haven't mentioned yet, but obviously talked a, l- a lot about during the week. But like that nine minute and twenty two drop. Yeah. That, that nine minute twenty two second drive was the law. T- our Tucker Bagley, uh, shout Tucker, uh, tweeted out. The longest drive to end a game since 2018 in wow. the NFL. It was, and that I said it on the air. And it's funny because Nick Sirianni on with the morning show talked about this from the other perspective. He was on the Chargers, but when I saw it, it reminded me of 2017 and that Chargers game where it was like, all right, they figured it out. I was like, they're good, and that was when they ran da- like ran over them that last uh, quarter. You know, the Garrett Blunt rolling down the field, and then it's the Carolina game. They're dominant. The Washington game, and we're off and running. It's like this team is great. Like, it felt like that drive at the end of that game could kind of springboard this offense well, forward in a way where it's like, I mean, that was that was unbelievably impressive to close I, out. I, I just think they've they've drafted a group of players that know how to win. 
because that's what they did in college, yeah. right? Like they, they know how to close culture. out games. And so to, yeah, to be able to just control the clock. Now the game was over anyway. It was. But, it but, did, but, it but was, when, it but when Tampa, when Tampa, Will was just crushed. when Tampa took no timeouts there. I know. It, it was just it's like, like we the closest you ever see the team just give up. Yeah. Just completely give like. up. It felt yeah. like they just were like, all right, you win. Why? Yeah, I, and yeah. you don't see that in the NFL very often. All right. S- sides teams playing the yeah. Eagles, honestly. Yeah. All right, 215-592-9494. What a thrill. We want to talk to as many real ones, as many GoBirds listeners as we can. Elliot, I'm back, back from Europe. Super excited to talk to people. 215-592-9494. Let's start out where we do every single Saturday at this time. Let's go to Abington and talk to our buddy Tommy. Yeah, How we doing today? Top of the morning to you, Tom. How you doing? And the rest of the day to yourself, oh, Elliot. My man, my man. We're <laughs> on fire hey, already. Yes. Can the record show that I was here last week? I know neither one of you two were. <laughs> Honestly, Tom, we're, we're, we're the three full-time workers on the show. That's so true. as long as you're here, as we will As long as one of the three we're of us represented, yeah. we're good, yes. We got it covered. Okay, so start out with a little PSA to the entire Eagles fan base. Listen, it's okay. The Eagles are this good. They're yeah. that team. They're the team. And it's okay. We don't know how to deal with this. I get it, but I hear a lot of people worried about a lot of things. Jalen Hurts, well, yeah. he's fine. Well, what? Well, no, no I was going to say that I was driving the, you know, the train all off season of it's going to be hard to come out and start well. It's really hard when you're coming off a Super yep. Bowl. And yep. look, they, they still have a ways to go to, to make the Super Bowl, to even you know, make the but playoffs, they, right? But they did but, check that. But, they started but, well, all good. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think I'm so impressed by the start, at least mm. me personally, is because I thought it was going to be really, really hard to go 3-0. I remember we did a pod... And you were saying, um, speaking to James here, like they, they might go eight and zero. Yeah. And I was like, "There's no way." And I don't. I still don't think they yeah. will. But they, they're they're, I, up, they're, I, they're 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 one of only three teams that have an option to do it. So and the Dolphins so game in a few weeks might be tough. Yeah, but yeah. but I but think, regardless, I think, I think I predicted five, uh, five or six. I think I might have that Dolphins. As my but first but I think what's game. what's tough is win, like winning in the NFL is hard in general. But once you do it consistently, it becomes even harder because you're you get every team's toughest test and all those things. So yeah. I think fin- starting out three and zero has just been incredibly impressive to me. Yeah, well, um, I have them at fifteen and two at the beginning of the year, so I think they will be eight now. Um, right. Like you listed, like they are the most talented squad in the NFL, and they have the best leader. So, um, for for that reason, I think it, they're still going to be fifteen and two. And I told you guys, I have my eyes on the coaches, not not so much Jalen. I think Jalen's fine; he'll be fine. But I think these coaches are fine. It's just as the well. turnovers. The turnovers are the only thing that's worrisome. To no, me so but I, you know what? Too much has been made of that. Well, it's yeah, four I, straight it, games where he's turned the ball over. He did I it in the Super Bowl. I understand that, I mean, but yeah. put the context behind that. That safety made an incredible play. Swift was not on the same page yeah, as that, him. that first interception, you can excuse. The second one, it wasn't an incredible play, but it was a dumb throw by James. Yeah, it was, he yeah. shouldn't have thrown uh, that ball. But, oh, you mean the one the, across the, the middle? The one at the end zone but that ended up being a safety. It ended up working out. That was out. a pretty nice play, though, It was a safety. nice play, but it, he put it in da- a dangerous spot. Jalen doesn't normally do that. So, yeah. The one with Swift, that the was Patriots clearly inter- a miscommunication. And uh, is, was it the Vikings interception was a really bad decision, too? The Vikings one was the worst one he's yeah, thrown. That yeah. was the worst well, interception that he's thrown. 
Okay, well, James, I got a text from a buddy yesterday asking me why I predicted the, the game to be 5-12. to 12. So, obviously, my phone was cut in and out. That is not my prediction I for the figured. game. I just assumed it was a joke at Richie's expense doing the lower I, number first. Because it was a... It, oh, okay. I thought it was, hence why nah, I Listen, I told you, I think this is... Um, it's going to be a get-right game for Jalen in the eyes of people who are worried for Jalen, which is not me, but that's fine. It's also going to be an everybody-eats game. Like, they're, they're going to spank this team tomorrow. 45 to 12 Whoa, was my prediction. That is a very different prediction. I mean, I, I everybody it. eats tomorrow. Have I'm a great a, weekend, fellas. You're the best. It time. feels like a Devontae game tomorrow to me. I feel like this is Because an- I think Kendall Fuller will probably line up against well, AJ. And- so this is anecdotal, but I feel like Devontae always has good yeah. games against Washington. Right? Agreed. Is that, like, I, I have no research to back this up. I'm just saying I feel like he always has good games against Washington. Well, and, um, Josh Tolentino of the Inquirer tweeted this out, but the the Washington rookie cor- cornerback whose name's escaping me right now, um, last oh, time he, uh, uh, Emmanuel Forbes. Yes, last time he lined up across from Devontae, Devontae had like two hundred yards and three touchdowns. So <laughs> what was that in college? Pretty I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 nice. Hey, he's good that kid though. So that'll be interesting. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Our first prediction for tomorrow's game. 45 to 12. Let's go. I'm going back into my, my conservative bag here and saying <laughs> it is a divisional game. I do like maybe the nine points. Sorry, right. I said 38 to 3 earlier, so we're, right. we're on so one. You're a little right more now. Uh, yeah, conservative. Call Tom, in right. and give us some thoughts on the game tomorrow and where you're at with this team. 215 592 94 94. With you till 3. We'll lead you up to Phillies baseball after that. Phillies Mets doubleheader coming up. Later today on WIP, it's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino and open the Bet Parks and Casino and Sportsbook app. And you're in the zone, 24-7 casino action. Join us and download the Bet Parks app right now and start playing. We have a great offer for new users. It's a great offer. Get up to a thousand casino bucks back. If you're down in the first 24 hours, what a deal. Odds, bets, slots, and games. You can play them all in your favorite casino games right at your fingertips. Plus, of course, you can bet on college and pro football, baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Lots of college football action to bet on today. Lots of pro action to bet on tomorrow. And again, play casino favorites like Blackjack, Roulette, Backrat, and the Ultimate Texas Hold'em. Plus, popular online slots like 88 Fortunes, Cleopatra, Golden Wheel of Fortune, and new slots like Atomic Meltdown and Imperial Wealth. Again, great offer for new users. Download the Bet Parks app right now. And get up to a thousand dollars casino bonus back if you're down on the first 24 hours. It's a great deal. You play for fun. You love to win. You bet. Bet parks. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sports book at Parks Casino. Hanging out, watching some football on the big TVs here. Lots of comfy chairs, all kinds of action to bet on. Coming up in a minute, a, uh, a venerable 
NFL writer, long-time, well-respected NFL writer, says something insanely stupid. Honestly, honestly, you should be embarrassed. I'm excited word, to talk about it. Yeah, that the words left his mouth. He should be embarrassed to have said it. So I have, I have a stat here, and I'm excited to get into this. But I'm not saying it's like the perfect James Seltzer stat, but oh, in terms oh, oh. of a stat that I know you are just going to absolutely love, I am so confident. And I don't think you've seen it. I'm so, so I'm hoping not. This. So shout out to uh, at Birds Country. That's who I'm getting this from on Twitter. Did you know Jalen Hurts has more wins, 22, in his last 25 games than Dak Prescott, 21, does, does in his last 150 games? <laughs> Hold up, though. That seems like impossible. How is that possible? I don't know. That's what you said. It has to be wrong, right? That can't now be that right. I read it out I loud, that's it has a joke. To. That seems impossible. 150 games. Did I just get capped up really I bad? Think you did, yeah. There's no way he's won 21 games. They won. Like I know he's out for a few years, but he's won one more. Yeah, I should have thought more before. Go. He plays the 21 and um, and, and yeah. 130 Man. in his games. I feel Elliot. so fooled. <laughs> I if, feel exposed. If you want to make fun of Elliot when you call in, that's okay, too. Uh, and I read the guy's name, too. I really got got there. <laughs> it's a real shame. That's all right. But I, the fact it was even believable. It's I, Look, we've had people on this radio station, like, report breaking news that wasn't, like, Yeah, it could that, be worse. Yeah, could be way worse. Yeah. All right, 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones. I look at our screener. What a pleasure. And we get to go to Tennessee and talk to our guy, Justin. What up, feller? What's happening, fellas? How y'all doing? It's fine college football Saturday. Ah, uh, Justin, I know you're loving it right now. We're sitting here at Parks. There's like a game on every screen, college football, <laughs> the Eagles are 3-0. and It's a happy Justin right now, I'd imagine. Um, I'm, I'm kind of happy. Uh, it's It's been a long, long week. Uh, my mama, uh, she passed away early Thursday morning. Oh, and we got her, uh, I'm sorry so about sorry, that, Justin. Man. Well, she had a good long 88 years, y'all. It was tough to let her go, but she's much better now. Uh, mm. She ain't suffering no more, but uh, we've uh, we've got some stuff to take care of tonight to go to the funeral home, and unfortunately I probably won't get to see the birds tomorrow, but I know they ain't going to lose tomorrow because yeah. uh, we get to lay my mom well, rest. And, sending tons of positive thoughts your way, man. You know we're here for you. I, I appreciate it, brother. I, like, there's been a lot of people reach out, and I appreciate that. That's what I want to say. Awesome. There's been several people reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram, and I, I appreciate and love every one of them. Awesome. It means the world to me. But uh, something I wanted to touch on with uh, with the Eagles that y'all hit, and it's almost like y'all are mind readers. When Howie has drafted these guys, he drafted these guys from Georgia, knowing these guys were winners. These mm-hmm. guys have been in the fire. You know, they had targets on their back because they were back-to-back national champions, you know, and these guys know what it takes to win. And it's like Landon Dickerson. He was at Alabama for, I know, only one year, but still yet he was a part of a a national championship team. Yeah, I I just think there's something to having players that – no, each Expect week. It's, to win. Well, it's just about more yep. than winning. Like when you're at Alabama and Georgia, it's not about winning the game. Obviously, you're going to win the game. It's about playing at a certain level, and I think yep. that's what's made the Eagles be able to maintain this excellence in a lot of way. A lot of ways is just they're they're players that are used to it. Like Devontae Smith has probably lost like ten total games. Is I mean, obviously, yep. I know his rookie year he lost a few here, but like outside of that, probably maybe ten games his whole rest of the time his he's played life. football. Like he just. He yep. doesn't lose often, and that's, I mean, Jalen, too. Like, Jalen, the rookie yeah, he year here, yep. was, was an outlier probably for him in terms of winning, like, 85% of the games he's played other than that. Yep, and that's, that's something that you, that you look at. These guys know how to win. They know what it takes to face adversity and overcome adversity, and they don't flinch. 
And, yeah. I mean, just watching Jalen Carter and that Jordan Davis, man, these guys were phenomenal Monday night. I mean, they were just pushing the pocket. Yeah. It was crazy how, how good Jalen Carter is well, as a rookie. I think James hit it on the head that this guy's going to win defensive rookie. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I mean, mean J- Justin, like, what he's – like. Again, I don't think he'll he win defensive to, player of the year. No rookie. Of no, the but year. I'm, I'm saying, like I think oh, he could be in. He could be in the short Dude, like, list. I yeah, think, I think like again, he has to a stay healthy and b has to want it, especially after getting paid down the road. Like those things we don't know yet until it happens. But like assuming yep. those things happen, like we're talking about a guy who has a chance to be Aaron Donald. We're talking about a guy who has a chance to be like yep. an inner circle Hall of Famer, like one of the great defensive players in the history of this franchise. Like, that's what this guy's ceiling well, is. Well, and I also think, Justin, to piggyback off your point, maybe the best thing Jalen Carter has done and most impressive is he's been so good that he's getting more headlines than Jordan Davis, who has also yep. been incredibly awesome through the first uh, three games. And I, I'll put my hand up again on this. Like, I didn't think he'd be able to take this type of leap. I didn't. And he he's he's, he's out there. Yeah. Wow, really? You were right about this, that. This was this was gonna be my second point out of out of three. Me and James preached this. You've heard Joe he Cameron fuss about it, everybody fussed about it. He wasn't that good. He's three hundred and forty pounds and suffered a high ankle sprain. Yep. That is devastating. Well, to, to be fair, I made that, that point too. I just didn't think healthy he'd be able to rush the passer the way he has like this. But I mean he he, he never really had any pass rush per se, moves, but he, you know, it's it's okay to get better. It's okay to adapt, yeah. and he's got Tracy Rocker up there coaching him up, and I think I think the interior of this line is going to be phenomenal. Milton Williams has played. I'm with you. Marlon Tuopolotu has a sack. Yeah, they've been, they've been exactly. done. What's, what's your third point, Justin? Third third and final point. Everybody's talking about, oh, they didn't look good winning. They didn't look good. I don't care if we win by three or 30. Nobody said it better than Al Davis. Just win, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the main thing is the main thing, right? Yep, I'm going to get off here and let you boys go, though. I love y'all. I mean, and I appreciate everybody. Love you too, Justin. Love you so love much, Justin. We're thinking about man. you. Let us know if there's anything we can do um, for you, buddy. So Justin used a word, a word there I, I think is interesting, and I hadn't thought about it until he said it, like adversity, right? The adversity this team goes through compared to other adversity kind of puts in perspective how, how good they are. Like, they're 3-0 and or 2-0, and whatever, and, you know, the passing game's not playing well. We know that they're not playing well and all those things. Like... The Jaguars are one and two. <laughs> like they, they, they were a team that was talked about as maybe a like dark oh, horse a Super Bowl. No the Jets season, they lost their starting yeah, quarterback. The Jaguars won a playoff game last year. Right. What do you do? You take that next step. Yep. Right? You know, they start absolutely. one and two. The, the Chiefs, like the Bengals you know, are one and two barely. Right. You know, with so, a quarterback with a calf strain. Like there's all kinds of spots the teams are in. So it's just the the bar for adversity that this team faces is. I mean, I don't know if it would be low or high would be the right way to say it here, but they they. The problems they're dealing with are very minor compared yeah, to Amante other teams. Yeah, Maddox, that's the biggest real adversity as a, as a team moving forward. Yeah. The biggest thing that's happened to hurt this team moving forward is the Avante Maddox injury, and, and so far, obviously, they've weathered it. I can't and believe look, I read they, that tweet. They had a, yeah, it was a bad job. Yeah, it was a bad uh, job. Yeah, we'll, we'll get through it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, don't mention it again. Um, <laughs> the other thing, look, they are facing adversity in the sense that they did go to the Super Bowl last year and lose, and you're coming back from that. That is adversity yep. in a different form, but you're absolutely right. All right, back to the phones in a sec. I want to play this audio, and I think, I think Peter King is... You know, probably the most respected um, uh, baseball or excuse me, football writer. Yeah, I around think he's, now he's probably like the 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 top. If you had to pick one, there's. A I lot think in the history of the NFL, there's nobody that's accomplished more than Peter King as a writer. Wow, that's a great statement. I don't know if I go that far or not, but he's up there. Yeah, yeah he's in. The, I mean, he's, just, in the, he's covered the league. He's been one of the most known voices for yeah, what 30, 40 years. Yeah, Monday morning quarterback about as famous a yeah. column as we've ever yep. had in football. Um, and I think he's really smart. I think he's really good at talking about the game. I think what he said here is one of the dumbest things. 
I can't believe he said it. Like, mm-hmm. it, the, and the way he phrased it, listen to this. Peter was on with with uh, the midday show with Hugh Douglas and Joe Giulio, and talking about the topic du jour. That's one of the other things. You know, the Eagles are three and zero and doing okay. When when we're talking more about the tush push than we are about yeah. the actual games themselves. On the topic of the week, the tush push. Here's what Peter King had to say. Yeah, and he went on to say the gods of football did not uh, create football to look like this, dude. Like, like are you serious? What? what? Dude? All right. Uh, and we we preface this enough. We we respect Peter King. I love Peter. Like, yes. I, think he's we, I love Peter King. Yes. Nice guy. All those things. What do you mean it doesn't look like football? It looks like a quarterback sneak. That's what the play is. It is a quarterback sneak. That's exactly what it looks like. I was in Scotland for this past week, and the Rugby World Cup was going on. So I actually watched a few rugby Whoa, games. Oh, do you? No big deal to me. Watching rugby in the pub, whatever. So. I didn't see a single play in that rugby game that looked like that the, the tush push. I didn't see anything like it. It is not a rugby play. It is a quarterback sneak. That is what it is. Like, the fact that he's like, you know, it doesn't look like football. Peter, you've watched football as much as anybody over the last 30 years. How does it not look like football? Like, put another quarterback sneak next to it. Does it look that different? And he's like, well, it's a nice show of strength. That's what also a quarterback sneak is. The reason the Eagles are good at this play is because of the personnel. Yes. Other teams around the league cannot do it. We've seen it. They like, could. Don't you think this ensemble play, it's, uh, it's an unfair play. Why aren't 30 uh, 31 other teams doing it, right? Like, yes. Why isn't everyone doing it? If it's this play, unbeatable play, shouldn't every team be doing it? Because they can't. Right. And also, the Eagles do get stopped sometimes. Like, they're, they're not 100 out of 100 on it. But if they get stopped on third down, they just do it again yep. on fourth down. I think what's frustrating is... For a long time, as either analysts or fans, we would sit there on third and one or fourth and one and be like, just sneak it, just sneak it. And, you know, the teams wouldn't do it. They would do like a toss handoff yes, or a trick play. totally. And the Eagles just sneak it all the time. So I think it's exposing that the play itself in those situations, in that situation, is extremely hard to stop. Like, that's all it is. That, like, I was saying this to you on the drive-in. I think there's certain things in life where if you ask somebody a question, the way they answer it tells you everything you need to know about them. Just, you know, various things. And right now in my life, anybody that doesn't like the tush push, I know right away I probably disagree with you <laughs> on, on a lot of things. Like if your tush push take on this is it's bad for the game, then frankly, I bet a lot of your opinions are ones I probably wouldn't agree with. Love it. So I, I, I think it's the silliest thing. The Eagles are good at it. By the way, it, like people don't talk about this angle enough. It would be incredibly unfair of the NFL to take it away if you view it as, a, as an Eagles play because they thought of it. They thought of it. They executed well. To take it away, would, if I was Jeffrey Lurie, I would be furious at the I competition committee. I would, too. So I, I'm 100% with you. I think it's, it, it, people can't stop it, and they're just complaining about it. Again, do it yourselves. Uh, you can't because your quarterback doesn't squat 600 pounds. You have Jason Kelsey and Landon Dickerson. And, and by the way, you could complete it at a high percentage. Yeah, exactly. Just do it. <laughs> uh, I, think it I think it's so, so silly. The more people hate, the more I love it. All right, let's go back to the phones. Our guy, Black Grady. What up, Bo? Yes, Peach is out of the country. <laughs> I, I, I had the whole theme song for you while you was gone. That was good, man. You know good, I mean? good, good to hear your voice. Uh, Hope you're doing well. I missed you, buddy. Glad I, to hear I you am, singing. I, I am doing good. Uh, I'm, nice. I'm, you know, you, and you gave me a week off. Kept my blood pressure low. You know what I mean? I appreciate you taking care of my health. Well, don't you worry, man. Sixers so. come back on Monday, so we'll be, we'll oh, yeah. be ready to hey, go look, for that. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and I'm on the men, so at least that. <laughs> yeah, you might, you might want to mute me on Monday. <laughs> hey, hey, look, I'm a, I mark myself safe from ESP this week on Twitter. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the biggest thing I have to say is that it rained two of these games against yes. great defensive minds. 
Like, I, I mean, you know, we're all uh, nerds here. We didn't play professional football, but I know it's hard to grip the ball, to throw the ball, to let it rip in the rain. And you want to be more cautious. You know what I mean? You don't want to take big hits when dudes are sliding around in the rain and everything's wet. You can hardly see downfield because there's water in your eyes. I mean, that's, that's a real thing. And I know yeah, we I glance over and we say that they should just do what they're supposed to do. And the team's come on, bro. These dudes are coming out here with the Blitz Creek. Everybody off the Belichick tree, like three in a row. Like, it is what it is. Guess what? Also, this whole uh, us balling out of control has everything in prime time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you guys, uh, um, baby mama, getting up early in the morning. Your schedule's off. All these 4 o'clock, 8 o'clock, you know, yeah. Thursday games. Tomorrow's a 1 o'clock game. You're going to wake up on a regular humbug and they're going to destroy. Kelsey talked about this on the morning show with us. It's a great point. He said it's been weird. You know, it's weird it, it, not playing it, it, on Sundays. It, it's got to it's gotta feel weird not playing on Sunday. And, again, your, your normal 1 o'clock roll out of bed early, fresh, you know what I mean, not waiting around having to take a pregame nap. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, just being able to roll out there and do what they need to do. So they're going to destroy the commandos. I hope Trash Harris is out there in, in the booth somewhere <laughs> watching his team get dissected apart because the weather's going to be nice. It's going to be football-hitting weather, yeah, 75 gonna, yeah. degrees. Yep. Uh, you're going to get this tush-pushy. You can't stop it. It's legal, <laughs> so why are we even discussing it? It's not like it was outlawed. You can't vote it out. So shut your mouth about it and accept it. I, I, I want to go back in time and change one thing. I go back in time and just had the dude that threw a snowball at Santa Claus ejected from the stadium before he <laughs> People hate Philadelphia. Sims out here. Almost sound like a fan listener going oh, way buddy, overboard for persons on national media I talking about it. my quarterback. It's embarrassing. He he should be fined or or have to apologize because he's too big of a name to be speaking in that kind of manner about what's going on with this I, with this oh, play. You know, I agree. It's it's just it's a football play. You know I, why I'm it's a football play? I watch Tom Brady do it all the time. And get first downs all the time because he had a great front line and he was sneaking underneath dudes and then putting it to the yard. He was was like 95% on quarterback things, and that's all it is. So at the end of the day, shut your mouth, get this tush pushy brotherly shove, whatever you (laughs) want to call it, and take it and deal with it because you could run it, but you can't, and it is what it is. And you know what I'm about to say. Go birds! Go birds! I love it. All right, we'll continue to roll calls two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Park Casino. Let's talk about one of my favorite companies. Let's talk about Window Nation and more from Window Nation. When it comes to new windows, Window Nation always gives you more, but now they're giving you even more. More. The more windows you buy, the more you save. Up to up to fifty percent off off plus a lot more pay nothing for two full years it's another fantastic deal on the windows that deliver more for your home more energy more savings more value more features more options more beauty call window nation at 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com buy 5 to 10 windows and get 30% off buy 11 to 15 windows and get 40% off and if you buy more than 15 windows or a house of windows you'll receive 50% off More than that, whatever size your order is, put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for two full years. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION. That's 866-90-NATION. Or get details online at windownation.com. Window Nation never leaves you wanting more. Window Nation, the perfect fit. So, uh, it's Coverage Radio. From the beautiful uh, Sportsbook Park Senior, brought to you by the Bet Park Sportsbook app. I'm sure if you ever listen to WIP, you hear the, 
Every once in a while, you'll hear the, oh, conversation at, uh, during the break. Should have brought it on the radio. It was one of those. Yeah, it was one As of those. As Elliot yeah. Short Barks and shout out to our producer Ben Kenny back at the studio, just getting into it over uh, which, uh, you know, uh, Ben is obviously correct in this argument, but Elliot with his silly take that all sports stadiums should be exactly the same. They should be uniformity dogs if we're being cr- honest. Oh, but, God. but this is how we'll, we'll get into it then. So this is how this uh, started. Why, why else I didn't bring I, it I'm up to making, not get into right. it? Yeah. So Penn State Northwestern is on, yes. and I was informed apparently Northwestern. Ben, feel free to hop on here. Yeah. You can hop into this conversation. Northwestern like, grows their grass longer than other stadiums to slow down the other players. So Ben Kenny used to cover Big Ten football out of Wisconsin. So Ben, what's the deal with the Northwestern Stadium? Well, there it has the atmosphere of a few funeral there's nothing going on (laughs) there's nothing that you can do about that well it sucks the energy out of the game and makes it harder to win there actually you feel like nobody's watching and you show up to the field and the grass is four inches longer than everywhere else okay so this is what i'm talking about if i was on the rules committee of college football and baseball while we're at this i just think it's absurd like in football the dimensions are the same everywhere in, it should be that in, in, in college football, you can't grow the grass. What do you mean the dimensions are the same? We just saw a Super Bowl on a field that was a disaster. That's a field thing. Hey, hold yeah. up. There's turf and there's grass. You're wrong. Get, no, no, I'm the saying, Met I, Life. We have this whole issue of Met Life. They shouldn't be playing what they're on, playing on. Hold on. Oh. I said, uh, hold on. I said dimensions. Uh, I said dimensions, uh, to be clear. Okay. So I, it's went to with baseball. I think it's absurd that baseball parks are all different it's sizes. It's part of the beauty of the sport. It's one of the best things about baseball is that each uh, stadium has its, its own It's not fair, though. Feel. It it's, might be one of the beauty. Both playing in the same stadium. But but how come if how I if I play because if I play in a ballpark where it's harder to hit home runs, I'm going to hit less home runs than someone that's playing in a ballpark where it's super easy, and then I'll be viewed as a worse hitter, or I won't oh, make as much. Up, money. Hold up, you think that they don't? Take no, into I, 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 I get that. And all I these get type that. of things yes. when they're signing contracts. But I'm saying it's as long as you're playing against the other team in the same stadium. There's yes, you can build your team a certain way if you know your home park is a certain way or whatever. Like Colorado, you know, you don't get breaking ball pitchers because the ball doesn't break. As right. much. Like there's all those kinds of. But that's just part of having a home field advantage and building your team that way ultimately the game is fair you're both playing on the same field there's no like it is the a, game a, is fair that day but i'm saying overall like some like there should be uniformity well, in how be, these stadiums are built no why right. basketball courts are all the same uh, baseball courts are all the same hockey rinks are all the same baseball well, courts sorry i meant to same. say i meant to yes, say uh, i agree the 90 feet nine that should all be the same because that's what they're running on and stuff where you hit a ball, who cares? It's just more space. What do you mean? Who cares? The whole game's about hitting the ball. So, right, it's, so it's in about, some parts, again, it's, it doesn't. If, as long as you're playing on the same field, it doesn't change the outcome of the game. Whereas, like, if you move the three point line, it's a different. No, thing. but it's what I'm saying, so I, I agree with you that like they're able to assess players more than just like the home, the bare home run minimum number. But there are some players that will probably get. I don't know, 50, 60 more home runs in over a career of where they, because of where they play as opposed to being a better so hitter. So what? What do you mean, so what? That's abs- that would, That'd be like if the NBA's leading scorer had so many points because he played they, in a basket that again, was, that was six feet tall. In, we all, but again, it's a, 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 minor, a very minor difference between them, especially with the humidor out there and stuff like that. But yeah, if you play in Colorado, you probably hit a few more home runs. Big deal. What does it matter? There are guys I think not it's in the Hall of Fame because— It's not because- unfair. Win games or not— I, what are we saying, Ben? There are guys not in the Hall of Fame because they played in Colorado. Yeah, Todd Elton's it's literally factored in. All right, well, that seems unfair. The entire crux of this was because you didn't like Northwestern's grass. When the yeah, well, that's also unfair. The dimensions of the football Sport, field like, are the, the exact same. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I said. The dimensions are oh, the same. So, so you want everywhere to have the same turf and the same I want, grass. Yes. And for I, is that, is that crazy? I want everybody to play yes, on the crazy. same field. Yes. All right. 215-592-9494. This is what happens during the breaks here. And we just brought it to the air. If you want to chime in on it, feel free. Let's go to our guy, Drew in Westchester. What up, pal? 
What's up, boys? Welcome back, uh, Elliot. I don't know What's if you've up, ever Joe? done. Uh, I don't know if you ever done airplane uh, takes before. Are you an aisle seat guy? Are you a window seat guy? I feel like you probably got some fire airplane takes. Oh, I mean, how takes? much time do we have here? I'm a, I'm a big window seat guy because then you can turn your head towards the window and don't have to look at anybody. But I have a, a question for both you guys. Mm. So I traveled with my wife, right, obviously on this trip. And so we buy two seats, one in the window, and obviously the next one is, is in the middle. middle. Sure. Drew, as a, as a newly married man, do you think it's my obligation to always sit in the middle, or do you think she should offer sometimes to sit in the middle? I don't think so, it's your I'm glad I'm glad you brought this up. It's a great question. I don't think it's your obligation to always, but I, I will say I, I'm, I'm a big aisle seat guy. I think of myself as like a low-maintenance person in life except for airplanes. Right. I want my aisle seat, and I will typically give it – to my, I will typically give it to my wife and take the middle wow, seat when we're is, traveling so um, Emily, together. Emily will sit in yeah. the middle seat 100% of the time. But it is strictly because she does feels uncomfortable if I'm next to someone else because I am me. Well, I was going to say, because, yeah, you, you will. all over the place. So it is better for Emily to sit next to someone so she does not feel, like, stressed about right. me bothering someone with my constant movement. Well, that's just more of the sign of what a queen Emily is. What a just win, taking right? everyone into the, consideration. The, 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 I, <laughs> yes. I win is the real yes, takeaway. Yes, yes. Uh, Drew, you know my, you listen to the pod, my, my biggest airplane take, and Elliot was with me on this, and I feel very strongly about it, people should not be allowed to talk on airplanes. I think it's a great take. Yeah. You just, you bring, a, bring with, a book, bring something that. to listen it's to. Like, it's like an Uber. No exactly. We're not there to chat, all right? I'm not there to have a conversation with you. There are other people reading. There are other people working. Like, shut up and get where you're going. Thank you very much. Yeah, get me, get me from Welcome point to James point TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what do you got, um, Drew? Uh, so I got a question for you guys at the end about the game tomorrow. But uh, just first off, the, your conversation got me um, thinking and doing a little um, research. And I believe we are the first, if we win tomorrow, and I should say when, because I'm confident about the game, when we win tomorrow, I believe we will be the first team to lose a Super Bowl and start a season 4-0 wow. since the 97-98 Packers. And I know it doesn't, I, which is like crazy. And I know, you know, there's obviously things we need to, up. I'd say my concern on Jalen is maybe like a like a two point five to three out of ten. He's gotta cut out the interceptions. Yeah. But the first month of the season I feel like the assignment was to avoid the hangover yeah. and the stack wins. And we have completed that assignment uh, with, you know, like it like an A grade. So I'm just you know, really thankful for that as we go forward. Yeah, hundred percent true. And again, I was someone that thought that the Super Bowl hangover was going to be hard to, to get past. And, again, the season's not over yet. We'll see what happens. But I agree. I think that when you take a step back, after each game you can nitpick, but when you take a step back, the fact this team beat the Super Bowl hangover to go 3-0 and with a weird schedule, yeah, it's, it's, it's very impressive, and it shows just how what they've built there, the foundation is very strong. Absolutely. And for me, you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep like the big picture in mind of like winning is the expectation, but also, you know, enjoying this because we know, you know, it is a golden era right yeah. now, but we know it's not always the case. Uh, tomorrow, I got a 37-7 birds. I think Mariota's mm-hmm. going to get booed when he throws a pick six to the <laughs> in the fourth quarter. Uh, my, question, my, question, my question for you, Elliot, is 
So a player I will have my eye on tomorrow is Darius Slay because I feel like McLaren, you know, sometimes gives yeah. him uh, problems. And I'm just curious to know your thoughts on Slay's play throughout the first couple games. You know, I think he's been fine. I know he's had a couple tough assignments the last two weeks. But, you know, just curious uh, kind of how you think he's uh, playing because as we start to play better offenses, I think that's going to be real important. Yeah, Drew, that's a uh, Drew, great call as always, brother. We'll talk to you next week. That's a really interesting question. We'll save that coming up. So uh, my fault and Ben Kenny and, and Elliot's fault. Didn't get to a lot of calls there. Talk probably a little too much about stadiums and them being well, I feel uniform. passionately yes. about it. Coming up next, we have a long segment coming up. We are going to run calls. I see literally some of our favorite callers on the planet waiting on hold right now to talk to us. I cannot wait. If you want to get on now, if you open line 215-592-9494. Long segment. Lots of calls coming up as we continue to talk. Birds and Ellie will give his thoughts on how Darius Slay's looked so far because that is an interesting question. We have not really talked much about Slay's performance so far this season. 215 592 9494. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sports book at Parks Casino and open the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app and you're in the zone 24 7 online casino action. Join us and download the Bet Parks app right now and start playing a great offer here. We have a great offer for new users. Get up to $1,000. Yes, $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. It's a great deal. Odds, bets, slots, games. Play all your favorite casino games right at your fingertips. Plus, you can bet on college football, pro football, baseball, golf, MMA, so much more. So much college football action to bet on today. So much pro football action tomorrow. And, of course, baseball action coming up in October. There's so much fun ways to make money and to have fun watching games. And, again, play casino favorites like blackjack, roulette, backrat. And ultimate Texas Hold'em, plus with popular online slots like 88 Fortunes, Cleopatra's Golden Wheel of Fortune, and new slots like Atomic Meltdown and Imperial Wealth. Again, a great, great offer for new users. Download the Bet Parks app right now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back. If you're down in the first 24 hours, you play for fun, you love to win, you bet. Bet Parks.